Blog Talk Radio. We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it, always our response is amazing. All bases covered, yeah, yeah, you know you love it, our thoughts, they be off of the dome. First to the second, the topics, they change like the weather, then you know we bringing it home. We cover all bases, face it, you can't erase us, back and forth, watch how we shine. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we got it, always our responses be prime. All bases covered, Woo! yeah, you know you love it, no limits to where we can go, so do grab a Oh no, this ain't MLB, but you know it's time for the show. All bases covered, my brothers. Yeah, you know you love. Welcome back to another edition of the All Bases Covered podcast, sponsored by Collars and Company. If you're looking for a new style of dress shirt where the collar never wilts and it can look sharp under a suit or a sweater, check out Collars and Company. Uh, make sure uh, to get orders in this weekend as they are running a special 25% off deal. Sam, what's going on, man? I, I, I see, oh, Josh is actually calling in. He said he wasn't going to be on the show like a little bitch boy, but he's actually calling in. I'm shocked. His vagina hurts. His vagina hurts. I guess it stopped hurting. I guess it stopped turning. Josh, did you get some Vagisil put on? Uh, is that why you're calling in now? You are good to go? No, your mom, your mom gave me some good vitamin C. Wow. hey hey <laughs> Dick. Yeah, what now, anyway. bitch? Oh, Josh was down in Duval for Duval game. Uh, seeing the Bengals upset the Jaguars. Um... And uh, his brother got engaged, too, while he was down there. So, some, some big happenings over the weekend in Jacksonville, man. Yeah, did you guys, did you guys like the costumes, too? Yeah, the BWO. The BWO, baby. The Bengals Ward Order. <laughs> well, I'm glad, Josh, that you dialed in because uh, we're kicking off the show with college football and the college football playoffs. And I know there's been a lot of back and forth. There's been a lot of hand-wringing. I I have my viewpoints on it, but I'm going to ask you both, Sam and Josh, right now. Did the college football get it – did the college football committee get it right with the teams they selected? No. Interesting. I'm 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 gonna I'm with Sam on that. I'm gonna say no too. Okay. Just okay. just for the fact that how can you how can you tell a college to win every single game? They do it, and then tell them at the end of the year, sorry, you're still not good enough to make it. Even though you went undefeated, you're still not the best. I understand, so, and the only the only reason why they said it was because. You have a backup QB. That's the only – that's their reasoning. So it shows that the college playoff, there's a big SEC bias, and they had to put the SEC in. And I do believe a few weeks ago I did call it, yeah. right? I had this feeling that this was going to happen. L- let me ask and, you, and Let's be honest. The ACC is like uh, like the <clears throat> bastard child, right, uh, of the conferences, almost. You know, well, football-wise, nothing, football wise, nothing, nothing too, too huge, right? 
Here's well, I think they said what the SEC is what uh, six and nine against teams outside their conference. Should tell you something. Yeah. The SEC is not SEC is not as strong. Well, and then you also got right. to look at Alabama was one second away from getting beat by Auburn, which is not a very good team. It's a rivalry game. It's a rivalry game. But all right, real quick, let me play devil's advocate real quick, and let me ask you a couple questions now. The playoff committee, boys, is tasked with choosing the four best teams, regardless of whatever. It's tasked with picking the four best teams in the nation. Is Florida State, right now, with their third-string quarterback, one of the four best teams in the country? If Florida State were up against Bama, Washington, Michigan, Texas, would they be favored in any of those games? All I got to say. Probably not. All I have to say is. Not all I got to say. 2014 showed you. 2014 showed you. A third string QB. I'm going to counter your argument about Ohio State with the fact that Ohio State beat Wisconsin 59-0. But they weren't favored against Alabama. They were never going to be favored against Alabama. And they jumped jumped a a one-loss Baylor and TCU team just because they didn't have a conference championship. You set the precedent before. You've already set that precedent. It doesn't matter. Now you went ahead and screwed Florida State. I get your point. They are Florida State is not it's not one of the top four teams. I agree with that. If that's the case, then Ohio State should probably be up there too because they lost a rival game in Michigan by three yeah. points, and they were driving to go either tie that game or take the lead. Correct. Yes. Alabama yeah. needed a, a hail mary to beat their rival. By by the way, Florida State against Louisville. Louisville, who was coming off a loss to Kentucky, who was middle of the pack for the SEC. Let me point out some numbers here for Florida State. Florida State had 55 yards passing against Louisville, where they completed eight of 21 passes for 2.6 yards per pass. They had they didn't have any turnovers. Their defense was able to dominate Louisville's offense. Florida State's offense mustered 12 first downs on the day, and they were 2 of 16 on third down. They had 219 total yards on the day. They scored You go. You go back to a lot of these Alabama teams. Go back to a lot of these Alabama teams. Their offense didn't score. They won by their defense. None of these numbers matter. They do matter. No, no. I have to to agree with one thing, Josh. I have to agree with one thing. Like, even if the defense is, uh, you know, amazing, right, it still pushes the needle further than having an inept offense. Exactly. Defenses do matter. They could have stopped yeah, Florida. Yeah. Alabama struggled against a good defense. But at the same time, Florida State, let's say Florida State got that number four seed. Let's say they got the number four seed and they are playing Michigan to start. They're – that game's not going to be close. Now, I get it. It sucks that Jordan Travis got hurt. 
I get it. And I get the I get the Cardell Jones thing. But you're if, if Florida State went out there and beat Louisville thirty eight to three, we might not be having this discussion. We might not be having this discussion. But the fact is Alabama played the fifteenth ranked schedule. Fifteenth strongest schedule in the country. Florida State played the fifty seventh. And, but schedule. you go then go look at Alabama, the eye test. They did not play well at all. They did down the stretch. They weren't that good. They did down the stretch. Other than that Auburn game, which is a blood rivalry. Go back like UCF they didn't play good. They almost got beat by UCF. Yeah, I said There's, recently. I said recently, Alabama, if you go back after the USF game, they they beat Ole Miss twenty four to ten. They beat Tennessee, who was ranked thirty-four to twenty. They beat LSU forty-two to twenty-eight. They beat the same Kentucky teams on the road that Florida State struggled to put up points. Or I'm sorry, that 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 Louisville couldn't beat, and they beat Kentucky forty-nine to twenty-one. Then they went out and beat Georgia twenty-seven twenty-four in a game where Georgia had not lost in forty games. They were on a forty game winning streak. And, and, that, and that Georgia team also six yards of offense against Georgia. And that Georgia team also didn't play anybody until the end of the year. Yeah, but that this Georgia team has a, good defense, has a good defense as well. Yeah, Georgia team has a good defense. You're right. And no. But they didn't play correct. anybody to actually know that. They did. They played Missouri, they didn't play anybody. Ole Miss, and Tennessee all in a row. Missouri is currently 12th in the country, and they beat them 30-21. to 21. They beat Ole Miss, who was number nine at the time, 52-17. to 17. They, I, I can't say they didn't play anybody. They played three people. You look at their out-of-conference schedule, they didn't play anybody. Yeah. That's why they that was, why there was such a big thing. Michigan play other than Ohio State and Nobody. Who did Michigan play? Nobody. Exactly. Neither, neither one played anybody. None of them. And Michigan. Florida they said State. Georgia and Michigan were the two teams that no one really knew who they were because they didn't play anybody. And Florida State also didn't play anybody other than LSU in the opener. That's it. I, That's and, I, it. and I agree with that. But they did exactly what they were told to do, and that was to win every single game, go undefeated, and you should be in. And they got they got shaft. Well, well, you go go that. back. So just, I, just so you it. know where the money was, you got to follow the money too. Las Vegas, all the odds before on Saturday night had Florida State making it, and then Alabama was like a plus one fifty. The very next day, Florida State and Alabama were the same odds. That's why. Vegas is the one who wanted these matchups. It was it wasn't these college football. It's the money. That's no, all it's about. It's not just Vegas. I don't think it's Vegas. I also think that you know the, the certain TV. matchups that will draw more viewers, right? Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. That's that's why they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's put another screw job to Michigan. Let's just fuck with them. Let's get them a harder a harder game to play. And that was with Alabama being the number four. I don't, I don't know, man. I, all I'm saying is... Follow the money. That's all I'm saying. That's all it's about is the money. I think Alabama has a case 
that they are better than Florida State right now. And I'm telling you, as much as I agree with you, but Jordan Travis is playing right now. We're not having this discussion. The SEC is not. Why not then? But why not? We should be having that discussion then. I, in fact, I'll be honest with you. The team that's probably on the outside looking in, if Jordan Travis is there, it's not going to be Alabama. It's going to be Texas, which would come with you, a whole but other then, set but, of controversy. Exactly. But, the, but, but you couldn't put let – me, let, me, let me ask you a question, though, Josh. As much as this hatred of Alabama and SEC, and I get it, and, Sam, I'm going to ask you this question, too. If you have a coach – Nick Saban, who's won six national titles at a school in 14 years. And Alabama has pretty much been in the college football playoff, I believe, like every year. Every year except for last year. Why not give them the benefit of the doubt that they are going to be able to make some noise in the tournament, in the playoffs? Is it, is, and if the playoff is truly about taking the four best teams, then I, I get it. Florida State fans rightfully upset they went undefeated. But this is the problem you, with having a four-team playoff. There's all, there, there you, all, you set the precedent. You, the, the problem is, is you set the precedent before that. You told, you told these, uh, these teams, go undefeated, and you're probably in. Or if you're a conference champion with zero loss, you're probably in. They barely put hold anybody on, on, with one on, win in. I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt for one second, Josh, and ask you this: You know, what if every what if more what if ten teams go undefeated? I'm just giving you a scenario. It, then who really said, gets it? They right? said Power Five conferences. Power Five conferences. If you win all your games, you're going to be in. You can't have. That's what the scenario was. If you had all five okay. power conferences in that all went undefeated, then you got something to say. But three of the four. Three of the five went undefeated. Right? Enough said. You had three of them, three out of five go undefeated, and then you had one champion beat the other champion head-to-head. That should be your top four according to what you told everybody the stipulation should be to make it into the playoff. Okay. Well, I personally somewhat disagree I, I like Florida State. I believe that without Jordan Travis, they are not one of the four best teams. I I agree with you. I don't think they are. I don't think they are a top four team. I agree 100% with you with that. I'm just saying they set the precedent from before that you go undefeated, you should be in. That's what they told people. No, and you went that, back on that. Go undefeated and you're in. There's, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot about the voting process and the protocol that goes into it. And, yeah, but then, but then here's the problem: is is all these play, all these teams would have started scheduling their stuff to where they didn't play anybody. Like Ohio State has the weak, one of the weakest schedules next year. And if they win, I don't think they should be in just because they're they play one of the weakest schedules. Like you look at Michigan. Michigan's got the fucking one of the toughest schedules ever so, I've seen. Here is from straight from the college football playoff selection from the straight from the college football playoff. Here are the principles of selection. The selection committee will select the teams, and this was drafted in 2014, the first year of the playoff. 
The selection committee will select the teams using a process that distinguishes among other otherwise comparable teams by considering conference championships one, strength of schedule, head-to-head competition, comparative outcomes of common opponents, and other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may affect a team's performance. So, based on those principles that were written in 2014 when this was drafted, conference championships won Alabama has, so does Florida State. Strength of schedule, Alabama beats Florida State handedly. Head-to-head competition, we don't know. Florida State and Alabama did not play each other in the regular season. Comparative. So, so stop right there. They said they can change, they can change their mind if a certain player is out. Correct. That was no, the, it, the third it, it, one. It, 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 no, it didn't no, say no. they can change their mind. It just says other relevant factors are considered, such as unavailability of okay. key players. So if that's the, if that's the case, they should have never put Ohio State into the very first one because that's they were true. down to the third that's string not. quarterback. But they won no, fifty nine to nothing, listen. Josh. That's what you're forgetting. I understand that. But also, but also, Josh, one more thing. Ohio State's third-string QB is probably still better than the second-string QB at Florida State. No, but they they still – if that's still the case, then that TCU or Baylor team, that, it, was, it, was, it was between that TCU and Baylor team. And that, what, Baylor beat yeah. TCU to win the champion, the Big 12? Did, but they didn't so have Ohio a conference State, championship game. Yeah, the big the Big Twelve didn't have a conference championship game. That's the that only point. reason why Ohio State made but, it was because they played the conference championship game. No, that's not actually that. I that, I that, lied. No, they they, 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 they thought out that. Wait, pause. The Big Twelve did have a conference championship game that that not year. Not that year, they didn't. Okay, they didn't have it that so, year. TCU, but Baylor they, had yeah. Baylor had two losses, or Baylor lost. Baylor was eleven and one. They lost their bowl game to Michigan State. Anyways. Baylor, eleven and one, and TCU was eleven and one. I know, but the, I'm looking at their strength of schedule that year. I'm looking at it comparatively to Ohio State. Ohio State during the season beat. Uh, they lost to Virginia Tech, but they beat Michigan State. They beat Minnesota, who was ranked. They beat Michigan. They beat Wisconsin, and they won at Penn State in double overtime. I would say that I, I looking at the schedules. If and here's the other thing, Josh. If Ohio State they doesn't win the first game quarterback, fifty nine to nothing. If they don't win that game, fifty nine to nothing. If they beat number thirteen Wisconsin twenty to ten, they're not getting in over TCU or Baylor or one of those schools. I just don't think they are. But what? But, but what I'm saying is, you set the precedent by allowing that to happen. Therefore, the you can't the, then you God, shouldn't be able to consider a player if they got injured or not. And then, okay. and then you got to remember that kid. That kid was only elevated what two or three days before that game, so he had no practice because their backup got hurt in practice and he couldn't play. But he'd be back what? before the bowl game. And they would no, be on their second he, game. He was, he was still considered. He was still considered a, a good prospect. No, am I wrong in saying sure. that? 
Who? Your third string that year. Was he yeah. not considered a decent prospect? No, no not at all. Cardell Jones got drafted. Exactly. Exactly he, my point. He, exactly my point. He wasn't good. He was not that He ended up losing a starting job the very next year. What, four games into that's, it, he lost the a starting job point, back? That's, that's, that's after the fact, though, Josh. Going in as a third-string quarterback, no one if you have, no a, one any, if you have a little bit of clout, that unavailability factor goes away. Yeah. I, no one knew who he was. I didn't know who he was. I've never seen the kid play. That's how often he didn't play. By the but, but okay, but here's the, here's the other thing, and I'm gonna ask you. I'm gonna say this, and then I want to ask one more question, and we're gonna go on to other things. What was what's the bigger name brand, Josh? Ohio State or TCU and Baylor? TCU was Baller. a Mountain West team until 2012. Until 2012. Didn't Baylor, I say follow the money? Did I say yeah. follow the money? Okay, you That's exactly the money what the college football play, playoff is. It's the money. It's not about what team goes undefeated. It's about let's see who generates more money. The, money, the more money would have been having Michigan versus Alabama. That's the reason and, why it happened. It had nothing to do but, with the but teams. But also, Florida State with Jordan Travis would have generated plenty of money. But nobody wants to tune into a game where possibly Michigan is going to blow the doors off of Florida State and their third-string quarterback. So, well, that's what, that's, what, that's what they all thought last year against TCU. Michigan was going to just absolutely dominate, and then TCU came out and beat them. All right. Right? I'm just saying. Anybody so can let, get beat. Anybody can get beat. All right. Ohio State, wasn't, Ohio State wasn't a threat against Georgia, right? Ohio State should, should have beat Georgia. If, if Marvin Harrison doesn't go out – Ohio State wins. I thought I thought Ohio State was definitely a threat to Georgia, but that's just me because they had C.J. Stroud and Marvin Harrison and everybody else. But all right, speaking but of they Ohio just got State my watch the game before. Kyle McCord is in the transfer portal after Ryan yeah. Day would commit to him as the starter for next season. Ohio State's been dipping their toes in the transfer portal. They, I know that they've met with Cam Ward, the, the quarterback from Washington State, uh, who's highly athletic. Um, I know they've met with some, um, uh, with some other of the transfer portal quarterbacks. If you're Ryan Day, is this a mistake, Josh, to not commit to a kid that went 11-1 and in his first season starting? Uh. I don't think he's wrong because Kyle McCord. I I said that halfway through the year, and and correct me if I'm wrong. Tommy said the opposite. I said Kyle McCord hasn't looked that good, and the way he's playing, I don't think he would be able to beat Michigan. And sure enough, that's the case. He made a bonehead throw uh, that pretty much probably cost him the game when he threw it. Uh, I think they were in the 20 yard line. He threw that pick, gave Michigan first and almost goal. Yeah, After that, does that yeah. deserve to get? Does that deserve to, to not to be more or less fighting for a starting job the following year when you go eleven and one your first year? Yeah, but you still you got it. It's it's college football. You're not yeah, guaranteed I, I anything. Buy, if, if somebody that one, that, that one pass if somebody is better coming in, if somebody they got that Air Nolan coming in, and we all seen this fucking arm. 
Everybody in Columbus was excited about that kid. Yeah. He comes in in January. He learns Ryan Days. If he's got a better arm, why wouldn't you give him the ball? If he's got the better arm, the more talent, why wouldn't you go with that kid? Or if you do bring somebody in, who cares? Yeah, but it's true. Freshman, Win the fucking job. I would say that's his job to lose the next year. I would say that's his job to lose next year. That's what I would say. Uh, no, and, and here's the thing. is you, you do realize that job, he didn't get the starting nod until week three of the year, right? He was never right. announced the starter until week three. So that means these other quarterbacks on the squad was pushing McCord. So what, if, what happens if you have an Aaron Nolan in and he looks better, he looks faster than Kyle McCord? You're going to give him the starting nod over Kyle McCord. I'm sorry. He didn't win the job. He doesn't have that fire. I didn't see that fire. I didn't see the will to win in Kyle McCord. I just didn't. Wait a second. The will to win? Are you fucking crazy? Didn't you, did you not watch the last drive against Notre Dame? Yeah, uh, yeah and they got I, fucking I lucky. I, 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 I didn't see the, I didn't see the same fire in him. Dude, I don't know about desire to win. I don't know how much I'm buying that shit. I, I, I didn't see the fire. I didn't see the desire to win. I, I didn't see the same same type of, of guy like a C.J. Stroud was. I didn't see that same guy as a Justin Fields. I just didn't. So you know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, Mike uh, Josh is it has the case of the Patriots, right? Well, even when you have a great player, you still it, you're not satisfied. You, you have a great history. You have Let great players playing for you. It's just not good enough. Really? Yeah. Let me ask you this question then. Hey, uh, wait, 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 before you, you go, before, before, before you ask, before you ask, would, hold on, Josh, Josh, Josh take... before you ask, before you ask, Josh, uh, um, Mike, it, would you take McCord in Nebraska right now as your quarterback? That's what, that's what, I, that's what I was just that's saying. What that's what Josh is asking. And to your point, um, yes, I would. I would take him, and and he has met with Nebraska officials already. They were up in Columbus meeting him yesterday. Well, and and you know the reason why it wasn't Kyle Kyle McCord's decision. You know that, right? That was Daddy might, McCord. Might might be. It wasn't but, Kyle. You know, it was his, it was his dad, and his dad has fucked him. This is the second time his dad has fucked. Yeah. The kid. I, was gosh, I, and I know. Comparatively to what we've seen from Ohio State quarterbacks Stroud and Fields the last couple of year, years, McCord did not look like that, and, and I will give you that. But the fact is, you have to have some kind of competent QB play, no matter how good your team is, to go eleven and one. Nebraska was five and seven; they were awful on offense. They're, they had a top twenty-five defense that ranked top 10 against the run and top 30 against the pass. But their offense turned so the let ball me, over. Let me take this out. Game. Let me take this, this, this. Let me take one player out of that offense, and you tell me if they're an 11-win team. You take Marvin Harrison Jr. out of that offense, do they win 11 games? Uh, yeah, yeah, probably not. I mean, he's he's not. He was a high – He's a Heisman. He's a Heisman finalist. So yeah. He's a Heisman finalist. You take Marvin Harrison out of that offense. They, you take him out. They lose against. They lose against uh, Notre Dame. 
They probably lose a couple other games, and they're definitely going to lose against Michigan. Okay, fine. I'm if Washington, if, 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 fine. If you take Michael Penix off Washington, are they undefeated? That's a stupid fucking theory. It's a stupid uh, theory. Probably. It, I I don't think Washington would be undefeated if they if they didn't have Michael Penix. Exactly. So it's a, you're talking about a Heisman finalist. I'm just if you take, I'm just saying I don't I I don't have enough faith in Kyle McCord to lead that team to a playoff to win in the in the big games. I just okay. don't. All right. All right, guys, we gotta we gotta move on to some other things. Let's uh, let's. Uh, let's see here. Let me see if I can get this pulled up here uh, quickly. And I watch a lot more Ohio State games than you do, bud. I don't sit there and watch a shitty-ass team from fucking the cornfields. God, here we fucking go. Here we go. Don't be mad, bro. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. All right, hold on. I got to – this doesn't fucking save for some reason any time. So I'm going to get um, – I'm getting the wheel of um, uh, death going. Um, so, Sam, you're the only one that has to spin it um, uh, after the close loss last week. Um, let's see. Uh, we got, we already did the Kyrie Irving. So let's see the hurry. I got it. Josh, we got to get together soon so I can pay off these debts. Um, let's see. Yeah, we do. Crisscross. Turkey leg. Louie, are you getting on the thing so I can, we can watch your bitch ass so you don't cheat anybody? Yes, yes you fuckwad. Uh, we said Sam still owes us a kitty manicure and a Cam Newton, which is doing a different TD dance before every segment. Uh, I got the. Right, I, I paid up on my. I paid up on my pirate one though. You did. You did. All right. All right. Here we go. So I'm logging in now. I don't so see you. I don't see you. I don't see you. I don't see you. You're not on. Relax, guy. I'm coming. No, I'm not gonna relax. He's not coming. He never comes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He receives it. Wow. Okay. You guys, <laughs> no, you're going to cost us our sponsor with this shit. You're going to cost us our sponsor. <laughs> Who is? Me? <laughs> you guys, fucking bastards. <laughs> uh, hold on. I'm getting the shit. Yeah, I'm looking the shirt there, Josh. Yo. What's that? I said I'm liking. I said I'm liking the shirt. Oh yeah, Bengals. Who day, baby? All right, working safari. Is it working? Do you guys see my screen yet, or no? No. Uh, I only see your ugly ass. Wow. Okay. Thanks, man. <laughs> it's not fucking going. Every, every time I, him and every time him and Tommy get together, he says the same thing. I don't know why it's not working. This thing is not working. Wow, what a dick. Okay, <laughs> hold on. Log in. I'm come I'm fucking getting there. You know you notice how he changes. I'm t- oh, I don't want to say that now. Yeah. He doesn't want to cost him, him himself the sponsor, man. 
The Steelers are playing on Thursday against the New England yep, Patriots. They're playing the and Patriots. They are, and they are six-point favorites. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. by the way, this, this, this Patriots team just held the Chargers team to like six points. Yeah, okay. six and, and, and the uh, and they also did that, and then Pittsburgh's coming in with a fucking backup quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. Yes, and a backup running back in Jalen Warren. Cause, uh, yeah, but Jalen Warren's like better Najee's than Najee. Be Jalen Warren's better than Najee. That's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, right. Najee just right. had a, he just ran back a couple of really good games, so I don't know about that. All right, well, I'm leaving Riverside now that we've spun the wheel and we've got our helmets. All right, guys, so let's go to some NFL. Sam, I want to talk to you while we – I want to talk about the fact that Dak Wilson doesn't want to go be the starter again. The fuck? No, I don't think that's the case. Uh, You know, I I, I digged a little bit deeper into the whole scenario and, um, you know, took a, a, you know, gander at what, what was happening. It's the media that kind of moved this around. They they asked, asked uh, Saleh, um, you know, uh, th- that's pretty much the same question. He's just like, he wouldn't be here if that was the case, you know. Aaron Rodgers yeah. has come to his, his support saying that he hasn't had the right coaching his first three years, and it's it's not his desire to not play. That's definitely not it. He wants to win. So, um, yeah. I don't – again, I I believe this is New York media. The, the New York media just it's – ter- it's terrible. It's the worst. Every sports team in the in the New York New Jersey area gets hit with these rumors just of anything and everything under the sun. And out of like fifty rumors, maybe two of them might be right, but they're still all out there. Okay. So you don't think there's any validity to that at all, Zach Wilson not wanting? To no, play. I, I I don't believe that. Okay. I don't believe it at all. In fact, okay. I, if I, I I what I think is that he's kind of like, hey, listen. At least I won games for us playing quarterback. Yeah. These other guys, you just saw what Boyle did, you know. Oh yeah. Do you still think? I know. I know we uh, we've covered this, and I know you wanted to see for sure what you had in Zach Wilson. But don't you think it still would have been prudent to go sign somebody just in case Zach Wilson wasn't who you thought he was? See, the only the only thing is that our our O line is is a mess, right? Uh, you know, okay. I think our OC. Like I said before, I don't. I think Hackett is a bad OC, but he happens to be a good OC for just Aaron Rodgers. The only okay. quarterback that can make Hackett look good is Aaron Rodgers, right? Um, yeah. So uh, you know, I think we have a bad OC. We have a bad O line. You know, it, it's uh, coming in and grabbing a Jameis Winston or picking up a you know a high quality backup somewhere, Josh Dobbs or or uh, whatever else you want to call it, right? I, I don't think again. I don't think it. Well, you would see mu- that much of a difference because unless unless you're really really good, that O line is going to get you hit all the time. You saw Zach Wilson got mauled this year, and he still played. Yeah. Man, he played through all that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Speaking of backup quarterbacks, the Bengals won with Jake Browning, who looked phenomenal. Right, threw for 350 yards passing, had two touchdowns total, looks great. The Bengals have five games remaining. They sit at six and six. Can they make the playoffs? Now, hypothetically, they would have to go four and one in their final five games to make the playoffs. That would put them at ten and seven. Can they make the playoffs with Jake Browning? 
Well, not necessarily. You got to remember they're playing the Colts that are right there too with a backup quarterback. They're playing Steelers with a backup quarterback now, and they yeah. also have the Browns with a backup quarterback. So there's a shot because all three of them are ahead of them in that hunt too. So if they can sure. beat them, they have a really good shot then. What which but is nice that they can they do four and one, Josh. Gotta go four and one. They gotta beat Indianapolis, they gotta beat Minnesota, then they gotta beat Pittsburgh and Cleveland. They can lose to Kansas City, but they have to beat Indianapolis and that puts them at ten and seven, which I think is good enough to make the playoffs. It's probably like a six seed. That that's hilarious that all their teams are trotting out backup QBs. Yeah. Except yeah. for Kansas City and Kansas City might if they already got except that except Kansas City. Except Kansas City, right. And if Kansas City doesn't have that one seed, if Baltimore keeps winning or Miami keeps winning, Kansas City might just say, hey, we're going to start resting players. No, yeah, but maybe not the second week. Uh, maybe the last game of the season, but not the second to last. I, I just don't see no, that happening. Yeah. They're still in the hunt for, at that point for, like, probably home field advantage or something. I don't know, right? It would it'd be, like, the second or third seed. But they do yeah. got – so they, the nice thing is they got – Miami and Baltimore, they still got to play each other, so that's going to be that's going to take one team down to four losses. Yeah. So, and that will tie them. But I, I told you, I don't, I don't think anybody fears Kansas City anymore. They, they do not look like a very good team. Okay. But, but Miami hasn't beaten anybody either. Miami's lost to Buffalo, Philadelphia, and Kansas City. They haven't beat a single playoff team this year. Yeah, but, Unless Denver but, somehow sneaks in at the end, uh, then that would count. But Denver was playing like complete dog shit when Miami beat them. And so yeah, – It's a different got, Denver team now than that one. Yeah, exactly. And Miami got Tennessee and the Jets, but their last three games are against Dallas, Baltimore, and Buffalo. So it will be very telling – if they get to 11 wins and then they lose their last three games against Baltimore and Buffalo. They got to steal five. two of those three if they want to, if they want to, if they want to, if they want that seed, right? The right seed. Yeah. They got to yeah, win two of those three. Seriously. If they want people to take them seriously as an actual contender, they got to be able to go out and beat quality teams. That's one thing. That if you look at Cincinnati's schedule, yeah, they've lost games here and there. But they Cincinnati has still beat quality teams. They and I mean they got wins over Seattle, San Francisco, Buffalo, like uh, and now Jacksonville, who was another you know and and Tyler Trevor Lawrence basically played that entire game until the final two and a half minutes and then the overtime period. So, you know it's. There's something going on with that Jags team. There's something going on with that Jags team. Yeah. That that Bengals, the Bengals pretty much dominate that game. Being there live, they pretty much dominated that game. And you take away that Tyler Boyd stupid fucking interception. Yeah. Do the Jags do? If we go down and we get a field goal, what happens then? Or or does he even go into OT? Yeah, you're right. So right. Um, were you guys surprised at all about how badly the Eagles got dominated by the 49ers? 
No, I actually wasn't. Okay. No, I mean, I, I think we all pretty much said last year if, if Brock Purdy doesn't go out, I don't think they, I don't think the Eagles win that game. I think it would have been the 49ers. Okay. I think the 49ers, are, they just have a better team. And with that addition of Chase Young on that defensive line, they're that much better. They got that great rotation they could do now. I I agree. I mean the forty, but I I still think the Eagles. There's two things that I believe are different about the Eagles this year than last year, and I thought the Eagles were still a great team last year. The Eagles secondary isn't playing as good as it did last year, and. Their offensive line has not been protecting Jalen Hurts as good as it did last year. The offensive line, if you look at the Eagles' offensive line, it's kind of old. I think they lost their identity when when the offensive coordinator left. Not that, now they don't know what to do. do they, are they a running team? Are they a passing team? But they got time to figure it out. It's only their second loss. It's only their second loss, so it's not like it's time to panic. Well, I mean, they got a big game, game with Sunday, though. If they're losing to, to uh, you know, underqualified teams either. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Besides the Jets, besides the Jets, besides the Jets, you know, yeah. um, you know, you could discount that one, really, I would say. That was a weird game script all around. And everybody plays I, yeah. bad games here and there. Everybody plays bad games. You know what I mean? Well, you got to worry about, are they going to even make the second seed? They got a big game this week against Dallas. That would be telling. If the Eagles go out and lose that game, then, yeah, I think I think they're going to be done. I think 49ers win that division and go to the Super Bowl this year. Or win the conference, you mean? Yep. Okay. We only got about four minutes left. I, I want to end with some NBA talk. Uh, Sam, I want to ask you first, and Josh, feel free to chime in. There's two things on the NBA I want to get to, but the first is, who do you think, Josh, or, or Sam, sorry, uh, is the early leader for MVP? Because I have my guy, I, I have my person who I believe should be the MVP, but you might differ on your opinion. So I'm curious, Sam, who you think is the early Runner. Okay, so I I think I I still think you have your usual suspects, Joker and Bead, both are playing very well. Um, they're one's Luka. leading, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, Luca also falls in that mix as well, right? I think yeah. the dark horse for me, I would like to see Tyrese Halliburton win the MVP this year. Damn, same wavelength, brother. Same yeah. fucking wavelength. He's Tyrese out of this world. Dude, 30 points a game, nearly 10 assists, shooting 55%. Or, sorry, wait, uh, that was against uh, – that's his averages against Milwaukee. On the regular season, he's shooting 45% from three, averaging 27 points per game and 12 assists. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and I think I, I called it because, you know, my boys – both my boys are Patriots fans, so they're like – you know, Tyrese, 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 we made a really good trade. They kept saying last year that when we traded Savonis for Halliburton, we actually got the – we won that trade, you know. Um, and I was like, yeah, I, I totally see the, the, the raw talent. The USA team exposure, 
got him like really elevated to the next level. He believes now he's just starting starting to play like one as well. Yeah. Because Man, you know I, what? He's I, playing with with a bunch of other stars on that USA team, and yeah, fine, yeah. they didn't you know blow it out, but they have a they had a lot of young talent on that team. So like it was that their first time getting together, playing together. So um, you know, but he was. He was top dog on that team along with Anthony Edwards. And you see both these yeah. guys have leapt out of the gym this year. And both their teams are playing really well. The Timberwolves, I believe, are like 15-4 and four or so. I also so. think it's like that off-season conditioning. They got that – they had extra conditioning, proper conditioning in, and they were, like, ready to run when the season started. Yeah, no, 100%, man. I agree with you. All right, so, Sam, I'm going to wrap – Wrap it up, Josh. Do you have anything on the NBA MVP race? I don't no, want to leave you out. NBA All right. On the last thing I want to cover, Josh or just Sam. Sorry, I keep doing that. Whose start is more surprising? Orlando at fourteen and six, or Minnesota at fifteen and four? I would say Orlando. I still thought Orlando was a little bit more of a project team, where they would take another couple of years to finally gel together and get it together. But the Wagner brothers are playing great. Paolo's playing amazing. Um, they're coached well. I mean, their coach is a good coach, yeah. right? So yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I, it's a little surprising, but you know, okay, they're good. They're, they're a young team, young and they, they are young. And listen to this, dude. All these picks, plus uh, you just said Paolo, but they also got Cole Anthony, who who wasn't that long ago. Yeah, Anthony Black, who was their first rounder this year, who's a six seven combo do it all guard in the vein of Josh Giddy, Wendell Carter, Markel Fultz, Jet Howard, Jonathan Isaac, Jalen Suggs, and then the Wagner brothers. I mean, hypothetically, this magic team's about nine or ten deep. Yep. They could go down to maybe even eleven if you have to. Like for some reason yeah. for you know, if you have a major injury, you have to have 11 move up two slots to nine. They could do that, too. Yeah. They have one, two, three, four, five, six players averaging in double figures, and Wendell Carter is not far behind at 9.5. They have a lot of first-round draft picks on their team. So, they Wendell do. Carter was Markel, a first-rounder. Fultz was a first-rounder. Yeah. Suggs. Yeah, Suggs. And then, obviously, Paolo. You know? Yeah. So, Paolo's looked good. He's the second leading scorer. I, I am also surprised with the Magic. We'll see. It's a nice story. Let's see if they can keep it up all season. I'm kind of curious once we get to the end of January where where they'll be sitting at. I don't think they'll maintain the number three seed all year. Yeah. But I, agree. I would I agree. say I do expect them to fall somewhere maybe between six and nine. So I yep, think they'll definitely make the playoff playoff I'm sorry, the play in tournament. But there is a chance, there is that chance that they they fall, you know, at the five or six seed and they and they completely can skip the play in tournament. So the East So, so remember how, how for a, when LeBron was on the Cavs, um, for the longest yeah. time your 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 fourth and fifth seed were like, you know, the 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 Nets and old Nets team or like something like yeah. that along those lines. Like I see, right. I see the Magic kind of taking that mid seed uh, uh, ranking, but the problem is, the, you know, I see a lot of uh, comparison between this Magic team and that 
OKC team that was really young that just started to make noise a couple years ago. They hit that yeah. rookie wall with all that young talent, and they had terrible stretches of, of months. You know, they went like 3-13, and 13 and, um, you know, they, they, didn't, they did not look good at all. So young teams do um, – they it's not sustainable for the whole season. I agree with you. They can't sit at – I don't believe they're going to sit at three for the rest of the season. But they could be future four or five, you know, like in a couple of years, man. They look well, good. I mean, hell, if you look at it, Sam, the Bucks are old, and there's no guarantee in Philly that Embiid is going to stay there. So, really, in the next three to four years, Orlando could be a top three team. If you look at – I also see Toronto. I also see Toronto moving up a bit. Um, they have a really good development program, to- Toronto does. Yeah. Um, they can de- they, they develop their players very well, just like the Pacers do. Um, yeah. So, I, I think that, you know, that uh, – yeah, the Magic, uh, you know, uh, the Raptors, these are the teams that are going to be the up-and-comers in the coming yeah. years. I'll tell you what, the other team that kind of reminds me of the Magic, they have a better head start and they have more draft picks, but that's the Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder, no, yeah, yeah. The they, Thunder they, with, with Dort and Giddy and Shy and Chet Holmgren and Isaiah Joe and Trey Manning and Kaysen Wallace and Jalen Williams, they got a lot of guys. They're really deep. And they got a fuck ton of lottery picks and a lot of draft capital that if they decide, hey, I want to make a splash for a superstar, they got the treasure trove to dip into to pair with a shy and a Chet Holmgren and, and company. Like go get Zion or something, right? Yeah. Yep. No, so one more thing oh, no. I was going to point out, though, that's, that's not necessarily a good thing for OKC, right? Remember, they're a small market team. So, like, True. all those draft picks, at some point, they're going to have to pay these young guys that are going to be playing out of their minds, right? Yeah. Um, it's almost the same scenario where they had KD, Harden, and Westbrook and Ibaka. You know, four high-quality yeah. high guys playing at the highest level. And guess what? You have to, you're going to have to cut some star or trade them or do something, you know? But at the same time, if you have to do that, you still got all of these picks. The Thunder have, for 2024 alone, they own the Clippers' first-round pick. They own Houston's pick, which is only protected one through four. They own Utah's pick, which is protected one through ten. That probably won't convey this year because I think Utah's going to be picking in the top ten. Then, yeah. in 2025, they have their own first-round pick. They have the best pick between Houston and the Clippers. They have Miami's pick, which is lottery protected. They have Philadelphia's pick, which is only protected one through six in the first round. Miami, Philadelphia, and and their own pick in 2025, the Oklahoma City is going to have three first-round picks next year. Or in 2025. Yeah, they can, they can replenish stars yeah. at that point. So even if they, well, they can't, can't sign... Like a Jalen Williams, they can't sign, re-sign a Josh Giddy. They, they can, and and you know Sam Presti has a great track record of drafting. And you can always so, use them picks to, to move up in the draft too. Exactly, that's another good point. They can they can try to flip positioning. So, I think they should make a move for a young star, like now. 
I, like a De'Aaron Fox or a, or a, um, not, uh, you know, or like a Zion Williams. I'll even take like a Brandon Ingram at this point, you know? Yeah. Or, Just to push it forward. or do you try to go make a move for a Carl Anthony Towns? Or you do something like that. Yeah. Guess, guess, uh, guess, guess what? Like, I, I completely agree. Uh, that, that's a, that's a good move. I think that's a good move. Or, because, sorry, one last, one last scenario. If Dallas struggles, right, and they, let's say they flame out early and Luca's unhappy, do you push all your chips in and try to go get Luca? I, I would push all my chips in to get Luca if I was anything. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, yeah. they got the capital, they got players. Like, all right, yeah, let's, I, I don't know if Luca wants to go to Oklahoma City, man. That's the thing. I think Luca still but, wants to stay in a larger market. I know, which I know, but he has talked about going to Denver and getting to play with Jokic. So, I mean, let, here's the thing: if I offer, let's say Dallas was like, if Luca, even though he's got four years left on his deal, we've seen players with three years left on their deal request for a. Let's say, let's say Dallas stumbles this year. Kyrie Irving is not working out. Let's say Dallas gets bounced in the first round of the playoffs this year. If Luka goes to Dallas and is like, and Dallas is strapped, they don't have draft picks, they don't have a lot of cap space. Let's say Luka's like, I'm not happy here, you guys can't put me on a winner. And Oklahoma City comes to the table with an offer of Josh Giddy, okay, Dort, as well as maybe like uh, uh, a couple other young players, maybe like a Trey Mann, and then to make salaries work, uh, you throw in a Davis Burtons, and you throw in seven first-round picks. Is that enough? No. Nope. Why not? You if I'm da- if, no, because if I'm Dallas, if I'm Dallas, any deal that includes Luca leaving Dallas has to have Chet Holmgren coming back to Dallas. Ooh. Ooh. I don't yeah. know if I want to do that. I don't know. If I don't want to do, do that. that. I wouldn't want to do that either. That's why. See, Mark Cuban can be like, be like, no, keep your seven draft picks. Give me four and Holmgren and a couple other players. Yeah. We're good. Tough one. So very. And I mean, Cuban still is controlling basketball operations, even though he sold the the Mavs. So yeah. like, he still has a say in how these things get negotiated and done. It's true. Good point. Oh man, I, I think I think stuff. I think Lucas should I think Lucas should make a move to go to New York, and New York should unload some of their depth, and one of their stars, maybe two, um, or like a mid-level star, whatever you know, and and some picks and stuff, you know, and that that would be then Luca gets what he wants. He gets to play on the biggest stage in Madison Square Garden. He gets to be the same, he gets to be the next Carmelo Anthony for the Knicks, more or less. What about what about Philadelphia? Philadelphia includes Tyrese Maxey. It still doesn't push the needle, man. You need an all-star Dude, and, if wait, he's going to replace. And Bede and Luka Doncic and Maxey's going to be an all-star this year. Yes, he will. He will. That and that's why I'm saying that's why. See, if if I were to again compare, I would still put Holmgren at a higher grade than Maxey. Okay. Okay. So like, it, and if he go and if he goes to Denver for whatever reason. Denver doesn't have the depth to really give up, you know. Um, yeah. They De- Denver might have picks, but Denver doesn't have 
they're not going to give Jamal Murray. Um, they're not going to give uh, – he's coming to play with Joker, so Joker can't be part of the deal. At, at the most, you give Aaron Gordon a couple picks and some depth. But Michael Porter, well, no. yeah, Michael Porter, he's not a star. Michael Porter's not a Michael star, Porter, but, yeah. yeah. My, I mean, MPJ and Aaron up. Gordon and some picks would do it. Yeah, yeah, Michael Porter, Aaron Gordon, maybe maybe uh, a young player like Christian Braun, and then the picks. But De- Denver doesn't have picks. That's the problem. They don't have the treasure trove of picks. You see, Oklahoma City has all those picks, and they can offer young talent back to – maybe they would do it. Maybe they would say, okay, for Luka, you can have Chet Holmgren. Because I'm still going to – but then – you have a logjam of Lucas, Shy, and Giddy, and you're not going to play all three of them at the same time. That's why I think I mean, Giddy, Giddy is not the scorer that Luca is, but he brings a lot of other things to the table. And I, I, I think Dallas getting Giddy back along with some of those other players that I mentioned, plus the six or seven draft picks, all of a sudden you got a pretty good shot at rebuilding your team on the fly. So, so let me ask you this: Wouldn't you want um, Luca to have a quality backup? Like, why couldn't Giddy come off the bench at six men, you know, and man the second unit? Would he want to? I mean, if you're running, trying to run for a championship, maybe. Depends yeah. on his case works out too. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, guys. That is all the time we have. Josh, I'm glad you're able to make it on. Uh, Sam, as always, uh, great, great, uh, great catching up on some NBA basketball. We got to get our ticket in for tomorrow night's game, the the Steelers and the fucking Patriots. Let's uh, bet all unders. But uh, yeah. hey, I, I have one more question for you before we end, real yeah. quick. What do you think about this in season tournament that NBA is having? I actually liked it. I actually thought that the teams kind of competed to try to win it. And I, the other thing right. I like, John, or the other thing I like, Sam, is that they changed, like, all the awards, awards and recognition to the fact that you got to play in 65 games to be eligible, and you don't see guys just frivolously sitting out as much. Very true. Very true. So, I don't like the funky court designs, though. To be frank, yeah, I don't. But that's, I didn't really like funky court designs, but uh, it, no, I thought it. I thought it was good. I thought it was a. I, I thought. I thought that teams actually played to try to win that tournament. So, uh, it's funny the way, they're trying the to go surprise? into. Like, they're trying to go into like a Europe uh, uh, soccer type of format yeah. with these in-season tournaments. Oh shit! At stake. So, damn! If you win the NBA Cup, that in-season tournament. Each player gets five hundred thousand dollars. Yep, they get paid on the winning team. Damn, damn, that's that's a nice. Yeah, they basically the stole the idea from they. They basically stole the idea from European soccer. You know. Yeah, yeah. So Very European true. soccer has all these mid-season tournaments that give incentive for worse teams or teams that are not so good with the star power to play well and maybe push it. You know, for money, right? Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you next Wednesday. Good luck. May the odds be ever in your favor uh, for the Ravens and the Steelers. So let's see what happens, guys, and we'll be back with you all next Wednesday.
We cover our bases, face it, you can't erase us. Back and forth, watch where it takes us. Cultural topics and sports, baby, you know we. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.